get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take2Radio.com. Here we go. Start and start. Oh, swearing or not? Uh, you can swear. Hey, everybody. Okay. It's the Mallory Report. Hmm. The Mallard. The Mallard Report, the fastest hour in paranormal talk radio. Oh. It's the Mallard Report. Hey. It's the Mallard. The opinions expressed on the Mallard Report are those of the host and participants. All listeners are advised to make their own decisions. And now your host, Jim Mallard. That it is. Welcome to the Mallard Report. Visit pullupatoadstool.com where Tracy does all sorts of uh, blogs and mediumship readings and all sorts of other fun things. That's pullupatoadstool.com. If you can't remember that, just go over tmr247.net.com, big banner. If you miss it, it's the largest banner probably on any website in the history of sites, but that's here or there. My guest tonight is um, the one, the only, Gordon Roop. We've been, chat- we've, we've been chatting a little bit, having some fun before the show. So, um, oh, we've been naughty. You know, there's, there's, it's, it's fun because normally I get to chat with the guests a little bit, but now they got, kind of got behind the scenes. And some nights it's like what we were doing, and some nights it's not so much. We, you know, well, the guest kind of moseys in, and we kind of just hang out and don't talk too much. And some nights it's kind of fun. So. Well, you know, because some guests want to get in, they want to promote their stuff, and then they want to get out. Me, I'm you know, I'm in it for the you know, <laughs> I'm I'm in it for the the long haul. You know what I mean? For the big money. Uh, uh, well, you know, it's not just that. It's you know, I mean, I, I I actually talk to the people who read my books. I talk to them on Facebook. I talk to them on Twitter. You know, so it's a matter of, you know, I actually have a relationship with my quote unquote fan base, if you want to call it that. Um, I mean, I have. I mean, I have my own fan page on Facebook, so you know, it, it's it's pretty awesome to to be appreciated like that. Um, well, I'm, I'm know, gonna I'm gonna steal some of your point right here before I forget because I was off last week with pneumonia. I, I seriously talked my way out of going to the the hospital to come home and do a show, even though by the time I got home, I every time I said a word, I was coughing and hacking and. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm good. I got this. By the time, yeah, I'm great. <laughs> by the time uh, four o'clock rolled around, and I had got the chest X-rays, and I realized how sick I actually was. Because once you, I was doing okay until I heard I had double pneumonia, and then I heard it, and kind of all just went whoosh, downhill. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm having to have a uh, shoulder surgery next month. So yay! So no more heavy lifting uh, for you until then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the per it's the perks of having epilepsy, you know. You you bang yourself up enough and you know <laughs> I mean I've I've broken both my hands twice, dislocated both my shoulders, I've you know and that's all because of the epilepsy. 
you know, and uh, uh, that that's something else I try to promote on my pages is epilepsy awareness because, you know, more people have it than you think, you know. Yeah. Um, if I could, before we go on, yeah, go, go, um, I, I wanted to, to give a special uh, shout out to uh, my friend. Uh, he's a wonderful actor. He's a wonderful writer. His name's Kyle Hester. Um, this guy, he's he's got this guy has more projects going on than than Trump has tax returns. I mean, he's got Zombie with the Shotgun. He's got Preacher Six. I mean, if you can find him on Twitter. Uh, 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 what is it? I think it's at Kyle Hester. Uh, and, uh, just go ahead and follow him. He's an awesome cat. He's just, you know, zombie with a shotgun. If if you get a chance, just check it out. And I swear to God, you will not be disappointed. Um, but, uh, you know where we can get that? Uh, well, it's all over Twitter. Just go to, go to his Twitter page. Oh, okay. I was wondering if it was on Netflix or somewhere where we could... Uh, well, there's there's a. Uh, there's I guess a link I'm, I'm guess I'm more asking for somebody to tell me, not you necessarily. There there there's a link for it on his page, uh, on his Twitter page. Um, if you go to my Twitter, uh, look under my friends for Kyle Hester, you can find him. And uh, then the whole you know there's all the links for you know Preacher Six and Zombie with a Shotgun and you know, it's just this guy is just you know it, it's hard to find people who do original things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I love him because, you know, just when you think you know what's going on, you you have no idea. So, but so, uh, Kyle, if you're listening, I love you, bro. So professional radio segue coming up. Be prepared. Uh-oh. Buckle up, everybody. Uh-oh. I had Bill O'Brien who played Lincoln in Lincoln versus Zombies. Oh, he's, he's actually Lord. a fan of the show. So don't don't be ripping him. He's a good guy. Well, I, I haven't seen the movie, so I can't really comment. Well, it, it's a classic B-rate. I mean, it, it's funny. It's it's not... I mean, it's serious but funny. It's kind of, you know, you go into it with not expecting much, and that's what you're going to get. But nevertheless, good good stuff. Good guy, more importantly. And um, so I guess since we're at... See? Like I said, segue here. The... the What's the wrong tombstone? You have this book out about John Wilkes Booth? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's about how... Well, a lot of people, um, you know don't know this theory, but uh, there was a man who looked exactly like John Wilkes Booth, and they even had the same tattoos. And uh, the argument is he was the one who died in the barn and not John Wilkes Booth. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, it, it, it basically I, I set it up, you know, because originally they weren't going to kill Lincoln. Him and, and the other eight conspirators were not going to kill Lincoln. They were going to kidnap him. They wanted to kidnap him and trade him for uh, southern Southerners uh, who were prisoners of war by the Union. And uh, the irony is the day they go to kidnap him, he decides to change his plans and go to this place called the National Hotel. Well, here's the punchline. John Wilkes Booth was living at the National Hotel. So if he had not left, he would have been able to kidnap Lincoln easy peasy. And and it, it and it's one of those things that stuck in Wilkes Craw for a long, long time. Which brings us to our next conspiracy. Do you think Wilkes made it out of the barn 
Do I think he did? Well, I honestly, honestly, I think he did. Um, because you know, when when the the Confederate or the Union soldiers showed up, they were told that you know Boyd was in the barn, not Booth. Boyd, and uh, you know he was shot. He was killed, even though there was a no kill order. So I mean, you know, it it, it so you know. Uh, there's so many gray areas there, and and it's a very interesting. Once you once you get into the thick of it, you kind of can't stop. You know, it's like the JFK conspiracy. Once you start, <laughs> you're once in you, it. I, I was gonna say it, it. It seems to be running downhill. Like I've, I was joking with my wife the other day after watching hours of um, conspiracy stuff on on Netflix. I came downstairs and said, even going back to Columbus. Is a conspiracy because he found this is politically incorrect, and I know it. He was going to India to find Indians. He found the wrong Indians. Yeah, it's all been covered up. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it, it's it's funny because it's like, you know, everyone. Oh, he's he's a hero, kind of. I mean, he found Indians, just not the ones he was <laughs> looking for. Yeah, I mean, it, I I wouldn't be a hero if I was uh, what is it, ten thousand miles off. Yeah, yeah. It, well, I mean, you know, that that's, you know, he should be glad he wasn't married because, you know, the wife would have been like, <laughs> you're going the wrong way, you know, and, you know. Oh, no, um, there's no doubt. And then when you got yeah, there, oh, yeah. where are you going to ask for directions at? Because this isn't where you're supposed to be. Yeah, well, I <laughs> hope you're happy. We just went halfway around the world in the wrong direction. I mean, you know, you you could just you could just hear it, can't you? I mean, you know. Oh, my God. Been there, done that, got a T-shirt. Um, oh. But but one of the things about Lincoln and who's the gentleman you said you had on the the gentleman who played him? Uh, Bill O'Brien. Um, I don't know if Bill O'Brien brought this up or not, but Lincoln had a very high pitched voice. Yeah, I know. I, I he didn't bring it up, but I, I have kind of a, a Lincoln nut, and um, I heard a clip. Oh, there was a so clip. There's a clip somewhere on some that. Somebody portrayed his voice, and I, I was dumbfounded. I would have figured it would have been the uh, other spectrum, the big, booming. Because he was yeah, so tall and so commanding. You know what I'm saying? You have this picture well, of a person. In, in Lincoln, you know, um, and I can't think of his name because I'm a retard, um, Daniel Day-Lewis had that very kind of deep, commanding voice. And that's how you that's how you envision Lincoln, you know? And uh, but apparently he had a very uh, a higher pitched voice than that. Um, so being a Lincoln fan, did you in fact read the wrong tombstone? No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't think so. I like, I'm like, I'm like waiting for it. I'm like, he hasn't read it yet. What? Um, you'll Man, laugh. You'll cry. You know you'll kiss how it gets. Goodbye. Well, I mean, you know, the the the, the, the problem that I had was. I didn't just want to jump into the conspiracy. Right. You know, because you kind of have to set up, you know, the, the you know, because like Johnson was uh, Lincoln's vice president. Well, what I learned was he wasn't always the vice president. You know, uh, his, uh, Lincoln, during his first term, uh, his vice president was uh, uh, 
Hannibal Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. And uh, they didn't get along at all. They hated each other. Yeah, most of it, him and his cabinet didn't get along, at least at one point or another. And Oh, yeah. yeah. Did we mention his wife? Uh, well, well, Speaking you know, of people talk, you don't get along with. I, I talked very little about his wife. Um, There's another book there for you, by the way. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, well, you know, the the thing that I thought was funny was the Lincoln and, and the Wilkes family were connected before John Wilkes had anything to do with it. Uh, John Wilkes, uh, uh, bro- John Wilkes Booth's brother. There, I said it. Uh, uh, saved the life of William Lincoln, um, which I just thought was just creepy. Yeah, one um, of those strange, strange coincidences, right? Well, in in I did it for my JFK book, and I did it for my Lincoln book because the readers loved it so much, and it's all the coincidences between Lincoln and Kennedy. You know, Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy. Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln. You know, um, you know that's things, not true, is it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, uh, because, well, technically, Lincoln was um, her uh, uh, what you call it maiden name. Oh, okay, and I knew because I because so, I, um, I was thinking of Lincoln's secretaries, and they were. Yeah, that name. There are two names just left my name, but it wasn't Kennedy. Well, yeah, it was. It was they. They, they had, you know, it was the maiden name. It wasn't her married name. So you know, some people riff on that, and that's fine by me because you know whatever. You know, uh, Lincoln was elected to Congress in 1846. JFK was elected in 1946. Um. Uh, the, both the names Lincoln and Kennedy each contain seven letters. Both wives lost children while living in the White House. Both presidents were shot in the head. You know, I mean, uh, there's a laundry list of you know of, of similarities. And uh, what was the one that he would? The one about that? there was one about the car. He was Kennedy was shot in a Lincoln. Then how did that turn back around? Oh, that that one ended up being a falsehood. Oh, okay. That one, See, that's yeah. pro- that's great. Yeah. The one I because, remembers. Well, no, there was there was another one. There was there was Kennedy's. Uh, uh, what was it? Lincoln was shot in a theater, and his assassin ran into a warehouse. Kennedy's uh, Kennedy's assassin shot him from a warehouse and ran into a theater, which is technically not true. Booth did not go to a warehouse. He went to a bar. Yeah, six and one half dozen the other. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> warehouse, bar. It was the rave in Oakland. That's good. Um, well, no, that's my hometown, so I can I can joke about that all I want. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hometown boy. Um, but uh, yeah, some of it were you know I I, I looked because there was all in all there was like fifty some odd similarities. And after researching, I found that roughly 20 of them were fake or exaggerated. So I, you know, I only included the ones that I thought were interesting. Um, and, and here's another, here's a little thing that most people don't know. Well, some people probably do know. The uh, the company that was his secret, Lincoln's secret service, quote unquote, is, is, <laughs> yeah. from, is from the, my area. So oh, that's, really? that's really what got me stumbled into this whole Lincoln mess. Because um, 
I was doing, you know, walking around the cemetery, and I'm like, oh, the 150th Company K Bucktail Regiment. I'm like, ah, oh, Civil War stuff. Okay, so the cell smooth. I am pull out the phone, start googling stuff, and I'm like, they were they were part of the Lincoln Guards. Oh, what the hell are Lincoln Guards? And next thing I know, I'm neck deep in it. But yeah. Well, they were they were called um, the the before because that that was before the Secret Service. Yes, they they, and they technically and, called Lincoln Guards. Well, well, no, actually, they were called Lincoln Guards after he was killed. Um, before that, they were called the National Detective Police. And uh, and the the funny thing about that is the sheer fact that uh, the one night he requested because. He didn't request security. Ever. Oh, ever. Yeah, I was going to say ever. Wasn't that one and, night. And the one night that he requested security, he didn't get it. And that was the night he was killed. Because, see, everybody says, oh, Lincoln was killed on Good Friday. No, he was not. He was shot on Good Friday. It took him eight and a half hours to die. He died Saturday morning. <coughs> Imagine so, that. Just imagine how much. So, Laying there, knowing. With well, a guy's I mean, finger it, in your head. Well, it was it was a matter of it, it was a matter of opportunity, because he requested one specific policeman, and he was unavailable, and so the one they sent him, you know, he he was like, well, Mister Lincoln, what should I do during the play? And Lincoln said, go have a drink on me. And so he spent the whole time in the bar because there's a bar directly connected to the theater as well as – I'm sorry. Go ahead. As, as, as I'm going to get ready to say, see, we just brought that all full circle back at the bar. Oh, see? Look <laughs> that, that's creepy. Oh, wow. See? Look at that. Jim, you're good. <laughs> you're like awesome. Good night. Drive home safely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Tip your waitress. Good night. Um, but, uh, but it, it's a matter of, you know, you look at the similarities, you look at the, you know, I mean, the, you know, what, what I wanted to explore, you know, cause a lot of people were trying to, and this just baffled the hell out of me, Jim, was the fact that people were trying to equate it to modern times. And it's like, you have to keep in mind, there were so many things that did not exist Oh come on, come on, you know, Gordon! You got to touch the brakes here. You know, you know, John Wilkes Booth pulled the trigger, tapped his Uber app, and found a way out. Did he? Yeah, probably. I mean, where he had to call he, a cab. I mean, that's so inconvenient. Well, well, no, because he had a horse held for him. The, uh, you know, the uh, it was I can't remember the guy's name. It was like Johnny Nut or something peculiar like that. Uh, Peanut John, that's what it was, and he was a, a you know he was he wasn't a very well educated man, and he did chores around the theater for uh, for Mister Ford, so he held the horse. He was actually held and tried as a conspirator, but they found him. And, and this is and I'm not being sarcastic, you know. In in the the recording of the of the court notes, he was too stupid to be tried. Because they're like, there's no way he had the intellect to carry this out. That that was their that was their perspective on it, 
And so they dropped all charges against him. But with Booth, all throughout his career, him, uh, his brother, uh, Junius, uh, uh, Junius Booth Jr., uh, they, they were both actors together. And Booth was always very athletic, always. So the part that baffles me is this guy who was a natural-born athlete was able to jump from the balcony to the stage, which, if you look at it, was not a very long jump, and then break his leg? So somebody who's been doing athletic, sounds like something know, I would do, by the way. But but you know if, you know if you're if you've been doing something for so long, you know if you've been doing card tricks for twenty some odd years, you know, and then when it comes down to the most important card trick ever, you screw it up. Really, <laughs> I'm supposed to believe that? I mean, you know, come on. I mean, you know, that that's just I'm sorry, I just don't buy it. I just don't. Um but uh it sounds like you were going to say something. Well I, I was I was ready for the the next twist in this whole Ken Lincoln story, which is just I you know there's there's, there's more. No, there's more. Listen did you know this one's good? They were uh -oh. talking about kidnapping him, so you know, they kidnapped his body after he was dead. Did what? you know that? You don't know that? They did I'm trying it. To think, they did I'm it twice. To what, they did it twice. Well, okay, no, no, not the conspirators, but no, other no, people. Okay. other people. Well, yeah, I like, guess they're their own conspirators of some level. Well, because well, they caught everybody like you know fairly swiftly. You know, I mean, they, you know, it was, it was, whew, it was quick. You Especially know. back in the day. I mean, compared to some things we try to catch now. I mean. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, for the for the sheer fact of, you know, it was like, you know, with I mean, you, you go down the list of the people, you know, like look at Mary Surratt. She was the first woman to ever be executed for a military tribunal. Ever. And I'm going to say that again cuz I think that's fairly important. Ever. And the only reason that they really held her was bait for her son, John Surratt Jr., who was a, a major agent in the Southern Spy Network. And they wanted him, so they arrest his mother as bait, saying, well, if he turns himself in, we'll let you go. <laughs> and he never showed up. He moved to Paris. So, I mean, you know, uh, it, it, it's a matter of, you know, th there are tons of twists and there are tons of turns. That's why I could not jump into the into the conspiracy, you know, all in all. I had to explain how it started, how it ended up, and then go into it. You know what I mean? So it's it's a mixture of conspiracy and it's a mixture of history, just like my JFK book. Yeah, it's it's um it's hard to um especially when cuz well, we talk about this stuff often maybe not together but you know there's people you know and we already have that the bridge built we understand some of the backstory and some of this other stuff but to just to walk in and say you know about the conspiracy behind the assassination of Kennedy or Lincoln some people look at you like you've hit your head and then you try to yeah. explain it to them and 
it doesn't matter. There's nowhere easy to start, and if they're not, you know, they don't want to believe it anyway. So it's kind of wasting your time, and I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of people, they, you know, because I, I wanted to, and uh, you know, <laughs> I talked myself out of it, um, but I wanted to write a book like, what if Twitter existed during like important historical times, you know. Like, during the Kennedy assassination, you know, Kennedy tweets, oh, the grassy knoll looks very pretty today, you know. Uh, or, That's you know, not right. Oswald tweets, you know, at the movies, this movie sucks, you know, something like that, you know. And, uh, and, and my wife was just like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, you're the one who married me, so don't well, even try to, you know, pin it on me. Have you seen uh, eleven twenty two sixty three on Hulu? No. The Stephen King adaptation. Well, it's Stephen King's book, and then they turned it into a, a miniseries. No, no, I haven't. Ooh, you should, and then you can write the tweets I'm, about what was going on from that. And, and, you know, I, I want to touch on this while I can. Um, you know, GRT just commented that you know Bill O'Reilly's books are all killing. He's forever killing people in his books. I mean, you know, am, am I the only one picking up on, like, a negative vibe on that? Like, you know, killing Lincoln, killing Kennedy, kill, you know. He's forever killing people. Well, I think that's a shock value, though. I think that's kind of... Well, I mean, you know, I, I wasn't going to call my book Killing Booth. I mean, you know. Well, he should have. Well, he probably would have got yeah. sued by him, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, you know... Well, I thought the wrong tombstone was a apt title because no one's ever seen the body. No one, no, no one that was related to John Milk's Booth ever identified the body. That that's a big point. And and, and so the fact. Well, what struck me with Boyd was him and Booth both had their initials tattooed on their forearm. They both had the same mustache. They both had the same hairstyle. There's a picture of them in my book. They could pass for twins. I mean, you know, and, and you know, all the relatives of Booth, you know, because uh, he had quite a few brothers, were not allowed to identify the body. Since when does that happen? I mean, you know, if all he died from was a gunshot to the throat... His face and stuff should have been fairly, you know. I mean, it's not like the mafia where they come and they shoot you in the face, so that way you can't have an open casket funeral, you know. Yeah. I mean, so. Yeah. Well, I guess okay. the did they get the body out of the boat, uh, the barn when it was burning? Um, no. Well, they got it out while it was burning, and that you know. What strikes me that is so funny is everyone's like, oh, and he died right there. What they don't tell you is he died right there after suffering for four and a half hours. Yeah, so I have to say these bullets, bullet hole wounds back in the day weren't as clean and convenient as they are today. Right. They they were literally balls, metal balls about, you know, a little bit smaller than a, a pinball. You know, in between the size of a ball bearing and a pinball, that's what the bullets were like. So it's not like, you know, with a 30, if I, if I came at you with a 45 or a Glock 9, 
and shot you the same way they shot Booth, you'd be dead in minutes. But with what they had, you know, it was a matter of, you know, hours. It took you hours to bleed out. And a lot of people don't consider that. You know, it's, it's you know, just like the point I made about Lincoln dying on a Good Friday. No, he did not. <laughs> well, for all intents and purposes, he started to. Well, he started to. I mean, you know, if a woman goes into a labor on, on you know, the first and gives birth on the second, you're not going to put the first down on the birth certificate, are you? No. So, Depends there it goes. Depends on the numerology. Oh wait, don't don't start, don't that's start. Sense. No, no, no numerology. No, that's you know, no. That's a good segue. We'll get we'll get we'll get back to that here in about a half an hour. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Wrecked him. It damn near killed him. Okay, sorry. So I, um, I, 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 you have what is it? Five sex books out? Seven. I just looked at you like. I can't. Even, I didn't even bother to count. I was just hoping I'd be right. But <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're like Charles Nelson Riley on Match Game or something. Oh, he had seven. <laughs> you know, well, at least I took the under. At least I didn't say you had more out than you did. So I guess that's a good well, thing. You know, I, I I reckon. I you know, okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> well, the, well, but you have conspiracy evolution, then you have the updated version. Yeah, yeah. Well, conspiracy evolution was just you know. Kind of like the basic, you know, UFOs and, you know, Bigfoot, and, you know. And then, you know, it was a matter of, you know, I didn't touch on the multiverse. I didn't touch on, you know, uh, I didn't touch on GMOs. I didn't touch on, you know, there was there was so much I didn't get to do. Um, and so I wanted to update it. And so, um, you know, it's 30 more pages worth of fun, um, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I wanted to write a book about Marilyn Monroe, but, you know, I, I, I was reading on the FBI uh, uh, website, you know, that within the next two years, they're going to declassify 1500 uh, documents. And I'm like, I'm not going to write it now and then have to rewrite it two years from now. I'm, you know, I'll wait. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not yeah. going to do that. So, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, but you got to get the framework done. So, because once they declassify those documents, you want to be the first one out of it, though. Well, yeah, but then that could, like, if they declassify, you know, something gets declassified, that could blow away a whole chapter and be like, oh, well, that wasn't even real in the first place, you know, and then have to replace a chapter. And no, thank you. I, I, you know, <laughs> try, try. Look, let me tell you, trying to write a book and deal with a six-year-old who is like, who seems to be constantly hyped up on pixie sticks. Yeah, well, I you're welcome for that, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, well, no, no, my son, like, I don't know where he gets his energy, and of course, while I, he'll leave me alone all day, the minute I start to write, he is on me like a fat kid on a cupcake. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I have, I get my notebook out to do some stuff for my show. Yeah, starts the no without a, without a question. It must be the opening and the creakle of it all. Must set an alarm off because some catastrophe seems to follow suit. 
Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, that's exactly how it is. I mean, there's always some crisis. Um, you know, but um, you know, a lot a lot of my you know a lot of people are kind of weary because I'm starting in on my fiction. Because um, you know, I just I want to take a break from doing true crime and history. You know, I mean, you know, I'm I'm a big lover of true crime, big lover of history. You know, but. You know, I do have these things called other passions. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You know, and and that's where me and the Fadernoss kind of got into it because it was like, you know. But we, well, we had that conversation earlier, so we'll we'll keep it at that. Well, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say they're they're good people. Wink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nod, nod. You know. <laughs> nod, some of, nod, some, wink, some wink. of them are. Some of them are. We'll be we'll be fair. Some of them are. No, no, some no. I'm great friends with some of them. Um, you know, but there's there's some of them where it's it's just like you don't you just look at the picture on the computer and you can just smell the pretension. <laughs> that's what I, like, that's that's yeah. what I love about my chat room. Good people, they they can they can mix it up with the best of them as you found out this morning or this after, well earlier whenever this morning this morning this afternoon oh boy this show seems like it's taken forever this morning <laughs> my sister my daughter my sister my daughter okay sorry i had to because you couldn't you know yeah um but well, speak, uh, uh, speak, speaking of crazy things see another professional radio segue going down here we gotta, uh, talk, we, we gotta talk about jim jones at this point oh yes yes um well, hold on well, let me pass that let me pass the collection plate first Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> well, Jim Jones. Uh, my, well, my interest in him, first of all, is because I'm from the Bay Area, and uh, the People's Temple was a Bay Area thing. Um, and um, you know, I, I growing up, I knew you know my family knew a lot of people who were involved in the in the People's Temple, uh, and some of them went to Jonestown. Some of them didn't, you know, because they just couldn't afford the move and, you know. And so for me, it's kind of, it was a bit more personal than some of the other books uh, that I've written. Um, I mean, he was a fascinating man. Fascinating. He hated the media, which, you know, I found just, you know, I found it interesting because every time you turn around, he was on telly doing a, an interview. You know, there's there's, you know, footage of him, you know, with KTVU, uh, which is Channel 2 back in the Bay Area, you know, talking about their goals at the People's Temple and what they want to do at the People's Temple and, you know, things of that nature. Uh, you know, but he he, you know, he had the logical way to look at it. It was it was, you know, a necessary evil. You know. It was, yes, they have to deal with the church, but in order to promote the church, they have to go with the media. And, you know, um, because he was, he you know, in Indiana, he, he was looked down upon for the sheer fact of, you know, he was, you know, he believed that interracial couples should have the right, you know, to, to be, you know, they, they, they should have the right, you know, to get married, they sh you know. Black people should have the right to vote, and black people, should, you, know, you know, he was very involved in minorities, and he scared a lot of the religious right because during his sermons, 
he would he would take the Bible and hold it in his hands. And he says, "Do you see this book?" You see, and you know, of course, everyone sees it, and he'd just throw it on the floor, and he'd stand there with his arms out and see and go, "See, no lightning. This book only has as much magic as you give it." And a lot of people were paying attention to that. Uh oh, you're quiet. I'm sorry, I was coughing actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, uh oh, he's touching it. Um, but uh, but no, he was he was very involved in in you know the minority movement. He himself had what he called the uh, the Rainbow Family. Uh, he adopted. He only had one natural child. Uh, the other four children were adopted. They were you know uh, Hispanic. They were you know from Asia. They were for, you know. Uh, black, you know, Jim Jones Jr. is black. You know, so I mean, you know, he 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 literally practiced what he preached. Um, and he's you know he said, well, we can do it, and we can do it without you know everyone butting in, and that's when the idea of Jonestown came to be. Uh, he wanted to construct it over a ten-year period. But things were getting too hot and heavy in the States, and he had to push up his plans. So that's when everything started to crumble. Um, I forget who it was. I think maybe even Yogurt was asking me, Are you, do you have any plans about writing about the Branch Davidians? You know, that I, I've been asked that before, and I, I really don't. Um because I, I'm not going to lie, when when I did my research for the the Heaven's Gate, the, you know the the Hillbop cult, you know that that literally left me scarred, like really, for you know, no shit, I, it really damaged me. Um, I watched, you know, because they made all their own videos, you know, of their, you know, and they're all available to the public. And there's like 30-some-odd hours of it, and I watched all 30-some-odd hours of it, and it, it really messed with my head. Um, because this, you know, this guy was so delusional. I mean, you could look at him, and you could see how delusional he really was. And all these people were just right behind him. They just they couldn't get enough of it. You know, because originally it was it was it was him, and it was a woman named Bonnie Nettles, and they were they were the chosen ones. God had chosen them; they were immortal. And then, you know, Bonnie Nettles dies of cancer. Well, that doesn't look too good if you're a chosen one. And not, so, not particularly. I mean, and so he literally had to reinvent the religion that they had come up with together, like literally. And so you know, it was just horrific. Um, you know, um, Nicole, Nicole Nichols or Nicole Nichols—I can't pronounce her name correctly—from Star Trek. You know, Uhura. Um, uh, her, I think, it was her niece. It was her niece that w- who died with the Hale-Bopp group. Um, one of the, you know, there were 39 people who died. And in one of the videos, you know, one of the people there, you know, because they have their goodbye tapes. That was the part that really messed me up was having to watch their goodbye tapes. 
saying goodbye to mom, saying goodbye to dad, blah, 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 blah. And one of them said, you know, her last words were 39 to beam up. Because they thought, and the tail of this comet was a UFO, and that UFO was filled with angels. And they were going to swoop them up, and everything was going to be, you know, hunky-dory. So, I mean, it, you know, uh, let's see, was it, have I ever had a paranormal experience? If so, what kind? Oh, um, is it? Wait, wait. Is this another one of these questions that he already knows the answer to? Uh, who who asked that? Who asked that? Uh, GTR. Oh, I, I doubt he does. What I'll do is I'll. Um, I do have an article written on um, my friend's website, um, and I'm going to post the link right now. Uh, a friend of mine has a website called Strange Investigations, uh, and that's Rick and Marie Senate. Um. And uh, I, I wrote this article for them when they first started their website uh, called The Funeral Parlor, which is a true story that happened to to me and my family. And it was uh, interesting, to say the least. Um, but uh, I just posted the link. So if you want to read about my paranormal experience, knock yourself out. Um, but, uh, yeah, okay, so... <laughs> Well, follow that up with, have you ever been on a paranormal investigation? Define investigation. Like, did I spend a night in a haunted house and, like, you know. Well, ex- you, you ex- could go that extreme or can you, you know, spend some time looking for a ghost? We can even go pull it back to that point. No, 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 I haven't. Um, I, I don't think I've really, uh, I mean, I'm interested in it, but I'm, I'm, you know, not interested enough to go looking for it. Uh, you know, uh, kind of like French hookers, you know, the same thing, you know, it, it uh, interests me, but you know, not enough to where I'm going to go looking for it. Um, you know, um, probably, probably safer that way, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and <laughs> I said that, I said that and Brian comes back with something about nine inches wide. I'm okay. Well, you know. <clears throat> I'll 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 take that claim to fame. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, but uh, but no, I have not. Um, go ahead. I was going to say I'm, I want to dive back into this this whole area of things about well, because between Hale Bop and Jim Jones and even the Branch Davidian degree, how did because they have to have a common thread to some degree. Some I mean. Is it just the religion aspect of it all, or is it the people selling it, or? Well, you know that that part, you know. <laughs> Julie wants to trade pick for pick. You naughty girl. <laughs> um, it, 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 uh, have you ever heard of Andrea Yates? Not you know who she is. Sounds familiar, she, but I can't. I can't place it. In the nineties, she's the woman in Texas who killed all five of her children. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and what she did was she had a religious leader in her life who was telling her that, uh, children are the only, you know, people who can die and get a, you know, get out of jail free card from Jesus. And so she killed her children. So that way it was guaranteed they would go to heaven. So, 
you know, the whole thing is related to that. You look at, I don't care whether it's Heaven's Gate, Jim Jones, you know, it's all, you know, because, uh, you know, people are, are not going to like what I'm going to say, but, you know, religion is a mental illness. I don't care what religion it is. Uh, you know, to, to go back to George Carlin, you know, there's an invisible man who lives in the sky who sees everything that you do every moment that you're alive. And if you do one of these ten things, he will send you to fire and suffering and torment and brimstone. But just remember, he loves you. And and it's part and parcel to that. It's the... It's the delusion of, you know, uh, there's, some, there's, you know, something bigger and better. And you have these people like David Koresh, Jim Jones, Doe from Heaven's Gate, who exploit this. They, because religion, let's face it, is built on fear. You don't believe me? Look at the Spanish Inquisition. You were either with them or against them. So they prey on the fear that you want to go to heaven, you want to be a good person, you know, and let me tell you how you can get to heaven. Let me tell you how I can save your soul. And they exploit it. And it's happened time and time again. Look at Charles Manson. Look at, you know, there's a laundry list of you know, uh, uh, there's a laundry list of cult leaders who've done that time and time again. So we need you to write the handbook, and uh, I'll push it around. Too soon? I already wrote it. What the hell are you talking about? Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm talking well, about, you know, how and, to and, distribute and how to get these people to join our cult and well, you know, someone just brought up uh, Islamic extremists, and that's a very excellent example because that's one of the few religions where you have the do's and the don'ts because, you know, we, we have this image of, of Islam as, you know, hate America and da, 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 da. there are two branches of Islam because there's the Islam who are the traditional Let's destroy America. And then there's the branch of Islam that are like, you know what? We need to adapt to modern times. You know, it's like, it's like having, you know, the ascetic Jews who only do things the old way. You know, and, and you know, there's, you know, you have the ones who are the traditionalists and the ones who are, who are the modernists. They're moving into modern times. And I think with many religions, you have those those factions where they're like, you know what, this is bullshit. Because, you know what, you read the Bible, and you know what, I could kill a woman just for wearing pants. If I see a woman wearing pants, I am fully within my right to kill her. If a woman sleeps, if your wife sleeps in your bed while on her menstrual cycle, you are allowed to kill her. Isn't that great news? And, and well, but but that's what it said. That's what this I know. special, you know. And, and so, but you have these people who are the modernists who are like, that's not how we do things. I mean, you know. Um, wait a minute. Hold on. 
Gordon Roop, do you believe that there is actual evil afoot in the world? Is it a real thing? Evil, uh, good, evil, and indifference, all three of them are real things. All three of them are tangible things. If you don't believe me, just pick up a newspaper. Speak, and here, here's this, comes this other fun question I'm going to ask you, but, but first I'm going to do this little sponsor read. LateNightDebate.net, the question of the night. This is a good one because I couldn't have planned it any better. But Do, do you believe in God or anything of a divine nature? <laughs> <clears throat> I'm taking that as a no. Oh, uh, oh, that was oh, okay. I, no, you said sponsor. I thought you were going to. I, I did. Up. I did with my late night debate. That's my website, by the way. Oh, all, okay, okay. All, okay. all honesty. Uh, I, I, I'll put it to you this way: I do not believe in God or the devil. I do believe in good or evil. Um, because you know there, you know there are so many different versions of the Bible. I mean, you know, it's you know, I, I mean. If you read the Lost Books of the Bible, which is an actual book, you can find it on Amazon, and it's some of the books that were literally edited out of the Bible. Um, it talks about how Lucifer you know, was asked to take over hell. He wasn't forced. He was asked. I mean, what kind of promotion is that, by the way? What's that? What kind of promotion is that? Well, it, it's – but you see – if you go by the Bible, Lucifer was God's favorite son. So who are you going to put in charge of hell? Somebody you despise or somebody you trust? Hence my question. What kind of promotion is that? Well, <laughs> it's the promotion that, that, that you know, he knows Lucifer won't betray him. So they won't, they won't plan, like, you know, to take over heaven. So, you know, I mean, and, you know, there's, there, there's you know... Uh, another thing from the lost book of the Bible, uh, you know, Jesus asked Judas to betray him. And that's, you know, part and parcel as to why Judas killed himself. And, you know, there, there's there's so many different versions of it. You don't know what's truth and you don't know what's rumor. So I just say, you know, you know, to each their own, as long as it doesn't interfere with with, you know, anyone else's way of life. You know, I, I'm I'm not going to come to your door and be like, I want you to believe in Andy Kaufman. <laughs> you know, uh, what's your favorite conspiracy theory? I don't know if that I have one. I really don't. Um, there's there's too many. There's just so many. Uh, <laughs> there's you know, there's just uh, I think the multiverse theory is one of my favorite theories. Um, because it ties into the butterfly effect, and you know, I, I could write a whole book on that alone, but I don't think anybody would have the, the attention span for it. Because <laughs> um, I could just go on about it. I have no idea where this. this they're talking about the Ouija board is too. I have no idea where that one came from, but there they are. What do you think about the Ouija board? Um. Uh, I think it's it's psychosomatic. I, I think it's you want it to you want you know you want it to move so it moves. You know it's. I mean, 
I, I can't, you know, I can't really, you know, say anything more than that. I, I've I've used one once and it just bored me. Um, it's just like okay, whatever, you know. So before we do run out of time, because we got about, you know, is it eight minutes left, six minutes left? I don't know. Got me well, off. I don't, know, I don't have my timer even running. I don't know. Mine, I got, mine I got a, says t- mine says seven fifty. So we got ten minutes. Well, I've I've got outro music and stuff, and a final thought that's sponsored, and all this other fun stuff that I work backwards on. Oh, bloody so, well, freaking dog! I know, yeah. right? Hey, somebody pays the bills, so I'll do it. Um, barely. But anyways, no, yeah. no kidding aside. So, where can people find your book? Do we get we get all the books out or around at least? Um, they're all on Amazon. They are all on my Amazon site. Um, uh, if you want to go uh, to uh, Amazon.com, you can search for Gordon Roop. Um, uh, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll put the uh, the link in the uh, chat room, uh, and maybe Julie could do something with it. Um, yeah, she will. She's good with that stuff. Wow, I I just realized what I said. Like after I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm on Twitter at Gordon Roop, um, and you can find links to all my 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 books. Uh, I'm on Facebook, uh, which is um, uh, Facebook.com forward slash the author Gordon Roop. Um, I'm, I'm pretty much all over the place, or at least I try to be. Um, all of my books are about, they range from, from two to $3 or two to $4, something like that. Um, Oh, somebody wants to ask me an Egypt question, which, uh, Egyptology is, is one of my passions. So, Go ahead and ask it before we run out of time. Well, ask him an Egypt question. That's great. What what question do you want me to ask him? I don't know. Julie's <laughs> the one who brought it up. You got to bring you know. Okay. Oh, was it an ancient builder race or was it just us? There we go. That'll be a I, good question. I, oh, define ancient builder race because well, well, there's, there's okay. You know, well, what's the with Was it us or was there aided, uh, aided from above or beyond? Yeah, I think that whole aided above from beyond is such bollocks. Um, I mean, you know, it's like, well, you know, you could see, you know, you could see hieroglyphs of cars and, you know, I'm like, if you looked hard enough, I'm sure you could find a Mickey Mouse, you know, um, hieroglyph. So, you know, um, because he was there, Walt Disney was back. (laughs) You weren't supposed to tell. Yeah. That's Um, the next book, by the way, Mickey Mouse with the pyramid. Yeah. 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 Pharaoh mouse. Um, but you know, I think it was just a matter of you know, they it, every culture, every ancient culture seems to have known something we have not, and so I think that's just what it is. I mean, you know, every culture seem you know they're 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 you know in South America, there's entire cities built into caves, and they're like, well, how did they do that? And was there alien technology? Or were they just, you know, box clever? I mean, you know, come on. I mean, it's, it's you know, I don't think there was any UFO help, uh, any extra dimension. There could have been, you know, I, 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 I'm never going to say never, but I don't think there was. 
So that's my opinion on that. Well, Gordon, uh, it has been a wild ride tonight, even before oh, the show started. Yeah, well, you know, you sent me that picture of you in that leather daddy outfit, and I'm still kind of. Well, again, I, I don't know. I don't. I didn't send it to you. Somebody must have I'm, got leaked out of the membership sites. We've got to keep figure out who's leaking information out there. So. Well, you, you know, you got to put those watermarks on them. You know, oh, I know it's getting um, out of control. And now they're what? What are they saying? We need to go on for longer. Is that what they're saying? They always say that though, so we can't listen to yeah. them. Uh, oh, oh, so I'm not good enough a guest to go on long. I see. I already I had you that. on longer I, though. Oh, oh. Oh, that's, that's, I see. Oh, think I see. about it. You were already on 20 minutes before the show started. Well, but, uh, that's but, you. So you were good enough. So don't don't give see, me that. See, Julie wants more. See, and you know it's. I, I can't help it. It's just I have that effect on on females. Um, but no, no it is it has been a, a blast. It has been a pleasure. Uh, the people in the pond. Uh, I, I recommend they all find me on Twitter. They all find me on Facebook. I, I think they already have. If they haven't, they will, will hear probably in the next ten minutes or so. Well, now, now, who is that? Cat. Cat says we want more Gordon. First of all, I love you. Thank you. And and second of all, didn't you say you had me scheduled for the twentieth? Also, I think so. I think that's what I told you. Are, are which we, it would now, seem to be a fluke because I normally don't book guests back to back like that. So I don't know. I I don't know. That could be like that. Pause. Be, <laughs> sorry. That 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 could be that could be a thing though. I mean, we might actually have to go through with that. We'll see. We'll see what we got I mean, going on. Because all these people are just, you know, oh, my God, that picture of Julie. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Um, can you really do that with your ankles? Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to run you off, and I'm going to give this final thought and get off here myself. So have a good night, All right. <laughs> all right. Good night, everybody. That's Gordon Roop, and, uh, yeah, way too much fun. My direct ad links dot com direct final thought of the evening i wrote it down here and um this is an interesting one i've got just about minute 15 to get it in now if you're familiar with the paranormal radio world at times there's drama and thankfully i've been able to avoid it for the last uh over a year now and i'm so blessed to be able to do that but i'm going to put myself kind of back into it tonight because it's important for me to say this and don't take it personally if you do this for somebody because it's not personal. It's, it falls on the host's responsibilities. If you have somebody booking your guests for you and then you go out and rip that guest to shreds, you should have never booked that guest in the first place. If you don't respect them enough to have them on and get the information out there and be fair to them, don't book them. That's the best way to keep their story out there because you start attacking them, all you're doing is giving their story credit and listeners. Seriously, think about it for a minute. That's all you're doing is giving them airtime they don't need and shouldn't have. Sorry, I don't mean to offend anybody, but I'm pretty sure I just did. It is what it is. Be back next week, um, same time, same channel. Be well, everybody, and just think about it for a chance. Just don't do it. That's it. I've had enough. We're out.
put that on air sign to the off position, a quick reminder. For all things about the report, previews and reviews, go to TMR247.com. Show the knowledge and walk away the mystery. Now these people, they know our name. Good night. Get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit TakeTwoRadio.com.